Hello and welcome to The Hearts Review with me Ross McLeod and Gordon Senior. Joining us this week is David to talk about the win over RFS Riga. We analysed our chances of getting out of the group in the Conference League, chat a little bit about the 3-0 win over Motherwell and preview Rangers on Saturday. So did you enjoy your trip to Riga, lads? Very much so, Ross. Very, Very much, much so. so. What a place. Aye. Yeah, I tell you, it's, it's up there and uh, one of my favourite cities I've visited. I have to say, enjoyed it. The people were great. The town was great. The beer was questionable. Aye, the beer was shit. It was piss yeah. war. But um, the Lido. Oh, the Lido. Ross, let me tell you. What? Yeah. I've, I've, I've never known Scran like it, honestly. Yeah. So, so explain to the listeners, what, what is this Lido? It's Lido, get it right, eh? Lido is effectively Latvia's Greg's. <laughs> yes, but in the style of a uh, Toby, Toby Carvery. Carvery. <laughs> yeah, so you go up with a plate, and it's basically got the style of Toby. You, you hand your plate over and you point at what you want, and it's basically meat and potatoes. It's proper cafeteria main... stuff, eh? Yes, yeah, but the but the quality is unquestionably oh, yeah. amazing. Like I can't describe it to you, and the portion sizes. Oh, I mean, honestly, could feed a good hungry man. And one mm. of them was on holiday, at least. And I tell you what, the price, I mean, all of that, a massive plate of scran, a wee bowl of soup and a pint, it was like, what, eight quid? Yeah. I mean, oh, I have dreams about it back home. Yeah, Sometimes I mean, we, we ate there every day, basically. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, I think we had one meal where we didn't go. <laughs> yeah, so we were Forgetting your names by the end. <laughs> well, they did. I mean, you could see them. See them. As, 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 well, by yeah. the end, you know, on the first day, we're a bit like, right. What do we do? Do we just grab the, the tray yeah. here or what? <laughs> um, by day three or four, whatever it was, you know, we we knew exactly what we were doing and where we were aye. going. We we, we we were regulars. Aye, we, <laughs> we, were, we were telling local Latvians how this place works. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good. Just rolled his eyes every time we come aye, in. Just got oh, back. The bloody foreigners are here. <laughs> Get them out. <laughs> <laughs> they speak a word a lot. Just point. Uh, chicken. Uh, chips. Yeah. <laughs> beer. Yeah. Oh, no, self-pouring beer. Yeah, that was, the, that was a beauty. Have a wee taste first. Wouldn't charge you for that. <laughs> they couldn't. <laughs> How would they know? Wouldn't they skin up? Yeah, I know. Yes, very good, Ross. Thank you. Very good. Glad, glad, yeah. glad you, you you enjoyed your the one place you went for food and laughter. And, and, and the match was all right as well. Ah, the match was fine. Yeah, but, but right. good atmosphere overall though. Before the match, so. yes, I'd say so. It was all right. Yeah, it's not right. too bad. I'm not a fan of these ten o'clock kickoffs. No. I have to say it was a bit too uh, late. Too late. Too late. Um, it's just it's just a lot of just a lot of waiting about, really, mm. and then. Uh, you know, you know, people like Gordon and I, we're getting past it now. It's getting to eight, nine o'clock and, you know, it's getting to eight, nine o'clock when you're on the drink, you're like, could you just go to bed? I mean, if you've seen Glenn, he was in bed by eight, nine o'clock. He was dragged himself to the ground. No, no, no. Um, I heard he's he, he maybe lost Glenn. I don't know. No, no, Glenn lost us. We never okay. lost Glenn. Okay. No, no. And, and Glenn, Glenn, Glenn was the self-inflicted wound of that holiday. He's a disgrace. An absolute disgrace. Ten o'clock, he's messed with a 10 o'clock, messaged about the first pint. The rhyme's on the wall. Um, 
so yeah, he was a uh, less said about Glenn the better probably because I know he'll listen to this afterwards and he'll call us out. But um, no, I think uh, <laughs> these ten o'clock much prefer a quarter to quarter to seven European time, uh, like we've got coming up for Fiorentina. And what we had for Zurich that that was perfect, I would say. Um, so yeah, ten o'clock, nice to try it, but yeah, we'll be back. But a, a good win in Riga, Gordon. Overall, good good experience, good result. Three points on the board in the Conference League. Aye, uh, I, I think you summed it up quite well there. Um, my first ever European away win. Um, so that was that was a moment of history, and uh, our first win away win of the season, actually, I, uh, ironically. But I was convinced we were getting beat. Um, I even had Riga on my coupon, so maybe that's how Hertz won. Um, but I thought, listen, we 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 started the game quite well. Uh, in fact, no, we didn't because they hit the post and Craig Gordon had to make a save. Uh, so we didn't start the game quite well, actually. Um, do you want to try, came, try again? <laughs> yeah, no, no, we, uh, we we eventually came into it. Uh, I mean, you've got to remember, I was reeking. Um, and I haven't, I've only, I've watched the goals back. Um, both very uh, well taken goals, absolutely. Uh, the penalty, Stonewall penalty. Um, referee for some reason. I mean, we could see it from the other end of the ground and and the fact that we're also seeing two balls at the same time, yet we still seen the handball quite clearly. So the referee, I don't know what he was waiting on. Um, cracking penalty from Shankland, um, never in doubt there. And then I thought, I thought we're in control, and I, I thought we looked absolutely comfortable in the second half, particularly. Um, I think clearly they're a big physical team, but they didn't have a lot of quality about them, um, which I think makes makes me kind of encouraged for the Fiorentina games if they were able to go there and get a draw uh, against them. I mean, maybe it was just pot luck, I don't know, but they, they, they don't look a particularly great side. Uh, I mean, you thought that it might be dangerous from set plays, but you know they didn't get too many. Hearts were quite smart that they didn't give them too too many fouls away. Um, I just thought we were, we were comfortable in that second half. I thought if anybody looked like scoring a second, it was Hearts. And then we make the substitutions and we sat in a little bit deeper. Um, it was a bit early for it, but he took Grant off, brought Haddon on. I thought we started to camp in a little bit, but they didn't really up the pressure too much. I thought we still looked reasonably comfortable. They had a couple of half chances, but um, I don't really recall us being under the caution. And we broke away and we got a, a second goal, um, a goal which nearly killed me and David, uh, both assaulted. He was assaulted by a stranger. I was assaulted by him. Um, it was just carnage at the end of the day. There was beer flying everywhere, bodies on top of each other. It was just a proper European away goal, and um, and it meant we could we could uh, enjoy the rest of our night after that. And um, yeah, a fabulous result, a really good one for the fans who were excellent. By the way, uh, travelled in big numbers, sung right throughout. Um, yeah, a, a really good night for the club. David, there is footage of you getting uh, pushed over by the, the guy behind you. Correct. You know, it was a, a scathing attack. Um, one that I think if I'd, uh, you know, fell fully down the road, he'd be taken to court. Disgusting. Um, could have caused serious injury. Uh, could have missed the goal as well. I think it was a little bit premature in the jump. Ball hitting at the back of the net yet, and I was already necking my knees. It was a disgrace. Um, but worth it, because I did see the goal. And uh, I took Gordon down with me two seconds later. So. <laughs> That's grateful, by the way. I landed on a set and I could have been permanently disfigured. 
It was oh, a disgusting, scathing attack. That's all. I was getting pushed forwards and backwards. I was just... <laughs> yeah, he even got up and then took me down. <laughs> I was, was getting disgrace. thrown about like a fish towel. <laughs> the washing machine is disgrace. Yeah, um, okay, yes, it was like it. a wet fish towel after it. Yeah, yeah, well, there, yeah, well, <laughs> both pissed. It was a very, uh, it, was, it was tremendous limbs. Um, very, very enjoyable. Um, Ross, uh, the the. <laughs> it's, it's funny when you watch it back you see the beer cups just getting chucked the ball's not even hit the back of the net yet <laughs> cup going flying it's pretty much close to where we were standing I think um, but yeah it's, it's, uh, it, the ground was very conducive for limbs as well I remember because it wasn't really seats it was just just rows with you know plastic slabs <laughs> put on top with a number one on it <laughs> Um yeah, it was a it was a good goal. Um, actually, I was by it all starts from Lewis Nielsen, who I thought had a tremendous game. Um, coming into such an environment, I know it's not exactly walking into a stadium as big as Fiorentina or a massive club, but at the end of the day, it's still his first ever European fixture, and take over after what twenty odd minutes when Halkett's hamstring, calf, knee, whatever it was, exploded again. Um, even though he was fit, as he has been since August and September and probably October as we'll get weekly updates from Nielsen about his injury, non-injury, um, performed very, very well. Um, you know, he came out very confidently for that second goal, you know, didn't panic under pressure, um, took a nice touch, lifted it over the ball, and then obviously Cammy Devlin being the tenacious warrior that he is, battles off a, a guy probably a foot and a half taller than him. And then uh, I'm very glad that uh, Devlin made the right choice and passed the forest because would not have trusted Humphreys, probably would have, well... I'll let your imagination figure out what he probably would have done, but wouldn't have been what Forrest did and coolly passed it into the bottom corner. So, yeah, uh, all in all, a very good night. Um, met, obviously, back in the town, the place was bouncing. Um, a few of the officials um, from Hartman Lodian Football Club joined us. Um, Mr Savage, got a nice photo with him. And Miss Budge as well. She was there. D- did Gordon take that picture of yourself and, and Alistair? Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't no. get involved. <laughs> Yeah, it was too bitter because um, he wasn't invited into the photo. Um, oh, it was... Listen, you could have paid me to get in that photo. <laughs> what a bitter man. Just had a famous result in Europe. And he is still his, his own personal agenda. Took high, took, took president. <laughs> you are a fine pot Judith. <laughs> it's a good, good result. Um, that was good fun. It was, a, it was a good atmosphere. It felt like the you know thing we've been missing for a while. Everyone together um, on the a big famous night like that. Uh, you know, funnily enough, it was an earlier night than the Wednesday before <laughs> because it was just you know the late the late kickoff was a long day. You know, took us out took out of us. Um, and I think the scooter home was uh, not a wise idea at that time. But uh, yes, yeah, a very very good day, uh, and hopefully three weeks' time, Fiorentina can deliver something similar. It'll be a lot more difficult, I imagine, but as Gordon said, if Riga can go over there and get a result, why can't we? And Gordon, how, how do you how, how would you assess sort of the way Fiorentina have started the group? I mean, can, can we get a good, positive result at Tincastle and, and away from home, do you think? Well, I can't comment on Fiorentina. I mean, I've not actually watched a single minute of their... Um... Any of their games, although I did watch, uh, well, not in Europe anyway. I, I watched a bit of their game against, um, who were they playing? I think it might be Napoli. 
um, a few weeks ago. And they looked all right, to be fair, but I guess there's a difference between playing a big Serie A domestic game and then maybe the Conference League against, you know, Riga and stuff. But looks like they were well beaten in Istanbul. Um, we did, we did, we've not obviously reviewed the, the Istanbul game um, out of respect, of course, um, due to the sad passing of Her Majesty the Queen. And I think that was the right thing for us to do as a podcast. Um, but at the end of the day, um, I think that night in particular, And that, that that night in particular, um, I just I thought we gave them too much respect, to be honest with you. And I think they, um, I just, yeah, I, I just think we gave Istanbul too much respect. And I thought it was an easy win for them in the end where I don't know how Fiorentina set up against them, but 3-0. Um, I think it was 3, wasn't it? 3-0 to, to Istanbul. Um, it shows you that they've got the, the they are the, 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 the number one team in this this league, and I don't think anyone is going to get anywhere near them. So really, everybody's playing for second place, and the results went our way. We've now got a double header against Fiorentina, and if Hearts were able to come away with four points out of those two games, you would very much fancy us to take second place. Um, and that's obviously we would still have to do the job against Riga at Tynecastle. But after watching that that the, the game there. Um, in, in Riga, I, I would expect us to do so. Um, listen, it'll be a different game. I think uh, Fiorentina will set up differently at Tynecastle than they will at home, naturally. So, um, But under the lights, I think if Hearts have approached the game to a similar way as they did against Zurich, um, with a similar sort of tempo, uh, it'll be a different crowd compared to the one that was at Istanbul. I thought, you know, that was the early kickoff and then, you know, the, the news at halftime. I just think that the whole place was flat. It'll be a different type of atmosphere. Um, it'll be one. It'll be similar to the Zurich one, I think. I would imagine Fiorentina will take a good crowd as well. So Tynecastle should be rocking. I think that'll give the players a lift, and um, and they'll fancy it. You know, they're very much back in the group despite taking that pummeling in the first game where it looked like, oh, you know, this could be a a long campaign. I actually thought we we're out already. Um, to be honest, we after that defeat, um, that defeat there, but. It just shows you how quickly things can turn around. You know, we've went to Riga, we've won 2-0. Um, we've kind of reduced the goal difference a little bit. And then obviously Fiorentina's took a pace in, in Istanbul. Um, and so you look at it, we're sitting second just now. If we can go and beat Fiorentina at Tynecastle, you would expect Istanbul to take care of Riga. Um, suddenly we're sitting in a pretty good position and you know that we can go to Florence try and get a, a point, but even if we came away with a 1-0 defeat, I would still I would still actually have us as slight favourites because it would. I think it would come down to the Riga game at home. Um, Fiorentina would then have to beat Istanbul in Florence and, um, and I think that would be a difficult one for them. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's set up well, I think. I think it's definitely the battle for second place and there's no reason why Hearts should should fear any of these sides. I think um, they should be positive. They should have a go. And uh, you've seen the difference between the two performances. Yes, it's two different sides, but I thought the Riga game Hearts believed in themselves a lot more. I think they played a they played a better. I don't know. They just they were just playing passes that I, I thought they should have made. There were two or three four, uh, four yards further up the park than they were in the Istanbul game. I thought they gave too much respect to Istanbul. I think they, they should approach every game to a similar fashion as they did in the Riga game. Um, now, naturally, 
you're coming up against better teams, so of course it's more difficult to do that. But I think if you approach the game that way, um, where the Istanbul game, a couple of times I thought Hearts, if they were a couple of, if they were further up the park, they could have actually got in behind. And a couple of times they did get in behind. And that, that Istanbul defensive line was quite slow. I just thought we lacked a little bit of pace and we didn't have our pacey play. Someone like Ginelli, if he had started that game against Istanbul and he, he, he was in a similar mood to what he was in Riga, I think he could have caused them problems that night. And that was a big frustration for me, um, is that we went down without a whimper. Now, I'd hate to see that against Fiorentina. I don't think we will. I think uh, naturally it'll, it'll be a totally different game, but I just feel that um, we need to go and attack them. We need to go and be positive and um, don't give them any time in the ball and uh, and go and enjoy it. I think more than anything, when I thought the Istanbul game, I just think the players almost looked white with fear. Um, I think it was drummed into them. Well, you're playing the top seeds here. Yeah, it's not Real Madrid. It's not Barcelona. Um, Istanbul are a good team. But are they any better than what Celtic and Rangers are? I don't believe they are. Um, and you wouldn't you wouldn't expect us to start a game against the old firm like that. Um, so, yeah, a disappointing night there. But they've recovered well. They're in a decent position. Now the challenge is, can you go and take points off Fiorentina, put yourself in a position and secure what would be the uh, would be fantastic to get to the knockout stages of uh, the Europa Conference League. David, it does make for an exciting game Thursday coming up, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Um, I think a lot of it as well, you've got to remember, we've got Rangers before then, and I think if you can get a positive result there, then that really does uh, get the feel-good factor going for that. I think an 8 o'clock kickoff probably helps. 5.45 wasn't exactly ideal, folk coming straight from work, um, going to the game. Um, I know certainly that happened to me. Either. It, wasn't, it wasn't ideal. You don't get a chance to get a little bit bevied up for it. Makes an atmosphere. It makes a hell of a difference to the atmosphere at Tyne Castle. I mean, how many times? Especially remember some of the games last season. The more tanked up the, the place was, the better. Um, but yeah, it does. Um, I think we always say that you know, Tyne Castle really does take care of itself in the big games. I think the Istanbul game was a bit of a surprise, and I know that there was there was factors there that that maybe reasoned as to why maybe it wasn't the atmosphere that was expected. And that does obviously, um, you know translate itself down onto the pitch you know if the atmosphere isn't quite as gun ho as you want it to be players aren't fired up for it as much not that I think that's an excuse but it's just human nature I think so against Fiorentina the place looks to be judging by what I've seen on tickets yesterday there's a handful of tickets in the Roseburn stand left um, you would imagine they'd go um, if not before the Rangers game certainly the Monday after um, and then yeah yeah uh, I expect, I think by the sounds of it, I don't know how much truth there is in this, but from what I've seen from a couple of people um, who I follow on Twitter, they're saying that Fiorentina don't really seem to take this competition as seriously as, as some of the other clubs, whether that's the rest in players or, or so on and so forth. So if they are treating it like that, then it should give Hearts even more of a boost to go out and try and get a positive result against a team like that. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, it's... <sighs> Fiorentina is at that point, it just becomes, a, you know, everyone knows how big a club Fiorentina are, but if you know that they're not exactly going full strength, you've got to, like you say, Gordon, you've got to treat it like you're playing the old firm. You know, you've got to treat it like a, a game that you need to go out and put, you know, put them under pressure, play a high, intense game of football that they might not be used to. 
Um, you know, Italian pitches are famous for having athletic tracks around them and stuff like that. I know the atmospheres in Italy are pretty good, but you won't have a pitch as close as tiny is. Um, and you've got to give these teams something different to think about. Um, yeah, it's gonna. It's a, it's a really exciting month we've got ahead, to be honest. Um, you know, it's especially the fact that you know you play Fiorentina twice in seven days. Um, <laughs> how much you can take from one game into the next, considering it's two completely different games you're going to play. Uh, I don't know, but it certainly gives you an idea of what level you're playing against. Um, and, you know, you've got the old firm twice in that month as well. A couple of tricky away games. So I don't think we're under any illusions how tough a month October is going to be for Hearts. But I, I think you've got to realise the World Cup's only two two weeks after October. So there's no point trying to be clever and, you know, rotate the squad if, if you can avoid it. You've got six weeks till the World Cup, six, seven weeks till the World Cup since once October starts go out there and give your all and then you've got a four-week break so that, that 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 has to come to the mind of the players as well you know you have a rest coming up so there shouldn't be any excuses we shouldn't be we shouldn't be hearing the fatigue lines rolled out um anytime soon as far as I'm concerned um so definitely a very exciting month ahead and you know such such big games in, in such a short space of time does get the fans excited for sure obviously we beat Motherwell 3-0 Gordon yeah we were both there um you were a bit tired watching that game, obviously, after your, your flight back from Riga. Um, delayed, I heard, from, was it Kaunas? Yeah, Kaunas, yeah. Uh, all in all, I think 16 hours of travelling time. Disgrace. Uh, it was a disgrace, to be honest with you. I mean, our coach bus to Kaunas was, was nice, I enjoyed it. Nice wee trip, seeing the Lithuanian countryside. Less said about the standard of food in Lithuania, the better. Um, and then uh, we jotted off to the airport, and by this point, we'd heard that we wouldn't be jetting off until 2 a.m. Uh, turned out to be closer to 3 a.m. Uh, local time. By this point, we didn't get in to Edinburgh about, I think it was about five o'clock. Um, it was a disgrace, to be honest with you. And then a couple hours sleep, and then up for Motherwell away. So, yes, I was a bit tired, but. Um, <laughs> 3-0 win. Uh, it's not often that the Hearts win 3-0 away from home. It's not often they win 3-0. So um, you've got to actually uh, enjoy these these days when they come along. And um, it was a good performance. It, well, yeah, sorry, it was a decent performance. I thought 3-0 probably flattered us um, a little bit. Um, but it's good to see Hearts being clinical and taking their chances. I think that's something that set away from home we've criticised them for. Um, I thought there were three goals that were all packed with, with quality, really. Um, the amount of times you've seen Celtic and Rangers camp in and uh, maybe not play too well, but they've won the game 3-0, and you think, how have we lost 3-0 today? We played so well. Um, bang, three bits of quality. And um, it's encouraging to see Hearts play like that uh, when they aren't maybe at it and, and the opposition has more of the ball and maybe creates more chances, but you're still able to come away and win 3-0. I think... Um, I think it's, it's particularly on the back of a European away day. Um, I think it, it, it puts a little bit of um, silences a little bit of the doubters that thought we would maybe struggle um, after playing in Europe. Um, but no, I, I thought I thought the team responded well. I thought they defended resolutely. Um, Craig Gordon's made a couple of good saves. We've had the post to thank um, on occasion. But I still thought, you know, I thought first half was fine. I thought we played pretty well. I thought we were the better side, actually. Um, scored a good goal. Um, and then, you know, our, one of our regular 
panelists, Mr. McIntosh, was uh, was adamant we were going to get pumped in the second half, but I didn't see enough from Motherwell to suggest that. Um, we get the early second goal, and I thought we'd just done what we usually do. We kind of take our foot off the gas a little bit and sit in, and you know, Motherwell naturally will have more of the ball because they're asking the questions. And to be fair, I thought Hearts' game management was good. Um, you seen us go down and uh, we're playing for a lot of fouls, time wasting a little bit, which is something I thought we probably had to do. Um, particularly when it looked like they were they brought in Louis Moult, they got a boost from the crowd, they thought they had scored. If that goal stood, Hearts don't win the game, no chance because the, the, the whole thing just turns. Um, the fact that the flag went up there, as soon as that flag went up, I thought, yeah, that's Hearts won this game. Um, because I thought, yeah, they've, they've got out of jail there. It was poor defending. It was offside, just. Um, but it, we, we switched off there and we had almost gave them a way back into the game. But thankfully, we got a little bit of the rub of the green there. Yeah, they had chances after that. You know, guards made saves and uh, they've hit the post, etc. But I still thought that, you know, because these were strikes from well outside the box. It wasn't as if they were cutting us open. Um, I, th- I thought we, we stood resolute to, to, to that kind of challenge. And then, Broke away and scored a very good third goal and and got a bit of icing on it. So and again that that kind of improves our goal difference a little bit as well. Um, considering the fact that Aberdeen had won five nil, you know the week before they were sitting third and um, you know I think they're now down eighth or something. So um, yeah, a, a really good weekend overall. Natural order restored. Back in the third, uh, goal difference looking a lot better. Um, now, a big challenge on, on Saturday against Rangers, and uh, if Hearts can go and get three points out of that one, the table looks even rosier because they would be level with Rangers. And uh, you have to say that's some feeks in the fact of our, um, the amount of games that we've played to start the season, but also the, that run that we've just come off of. Um, you know, it was almost relegation form at one point. So, um, yeah, it's, it's nice that we've kind of rode that little storm. Uh, we're sitting on the back of a 3-0 away win and a 2-0 away win in Europe. Um, it's a tasty game. I think it's a, it's probably the the best game that could come along at the moment for us. It's probably the best time to play them, I would say. Uh, a lot of pressure on Rangers. You know, Celtic dropping points last time out. Uh, they'll be expected to go and take advantage of that now. But Rangers aren't playing particularly well at the moment. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what Rangers team turn up. Um, but there's no reason why Hearts shouldn't, shouldn't fear them. And uh, we'll see what happens. Gordon's right, David. You know, we can't go into that game feeding Rangers, can we? No, absolutely not. Um, we, it's easy to say, but they are there for the taking. I mean, it's very very, um, very rare that you get an opportunity against the old firm like that when they, you know, they look like a team that's really struggling to find any sort of rhythm or form. I know they beat Dundee United there, but Dundee United are bottom of the league, can barely buy a goal, and they managed to get a goal against them and put them under some serious pressure at Ibrox, which is... You know, I find that madness. Um, so they do like a team that's out of form and sometimes a little bit look like they're out of ideas. And I think Tynecast is a great place to to play them at the moment, put them under some serious pressure. Um, it's a it's a place that I think certainly in the last few years, obviously you remember the the cup win against them when there's about five folk there. Even Levine's team managed to get a draw against them uh, when they were you know challenging at the top end of the table. Um, against Roger Celtic and all that, so I don't think it's a, a game that we really. It's not a game that when you know when the team comes to cast you think we've got no chance. You know, you've got a great chance against this Rangers team. Um, I think everyone will be right up for it as well. Um, I think there's maybe been times in the past um, 
<laughs> when you might be up for it and then five minutes in, then you're 2-0 down. I remember last season, that was kind of that. Uh, two long balls, two goals, and that really not stuffing at you. Um, I don't think Rangers are as good a team as last year, and we, I, by, I touch wood and all that, barring a couple of injuries, we look to be at least uh, the same um, as last year. And obviously the injuries depending on, on Saturday. It doesn't look like Halkett's probably going to make it. But the good news is that I don't think Nielsen's managed to, well, he's managed, sorry, Nielsen has managed to get rid of his injury that he picked up on, on the under-21s duty. Um, yeah, I, I don't think you need to do anything fancy against this Rangers team either. It's the same when you ever play the old firm. You win by just putting them under pressure and, and pressing them as a, as a unit. And I think it's easy to, to sometimes press and look like you're pressing, but it's that half-arse pressing ones and twos. You've got to press as a, you're hunting packs almost against a, an, the old firm. Um, and make them think about every pass they've got to play. And those Rangers teams full of bottlers. Well, let's be perfectly honest. They've still got guys like Tavernier, Golson, and all that there. You know from years years prior that they, whenever the, the, the cards are down, the chips are down, they crumble. But so, they are still a team of quality, David. Oh, I'm we not can, Ross, can, Ross, can, Ross, I'm uh, absolutely the, not. I'm not saying so optimist, I know, but I, I'm I mean, not saying they're shite. I'm saying that they're not as good as people sometimes say they are. And I think that they are a team that is there for the taking. And I'd be very disappointed if we don't go and have a go. And I don't think we will do that. I think we will go and have a go. Nielsen's already came out in the press saying that he wants us to be second uh, come Saturday afternoon. Um, I know that, but don't know what the goal difference is. We need to win 2-0 or something like that. But anyway, we and, and he, yeah, and, and he said that, you know, any time we play a team at Tincastle, we're expected to win. And that's true. That's what Hearts fans expect. At least you want to go out and play to win. You don't want to sit back for nil and, and you know try and get a lucky a lucky goal in the break or something. You want to go and see your team challenge against the old firm at home. So I'm fully expecting that on Saturday. Um and we'll see what happens. Gordon, do you fully expect Robbie Nielsen to go um go for it against Rangers? <laughs> well, I'd quite liked my hole this weekend, but those two things are probably not gonna happen. Um <laughs> was he going to come out and attack in the cup final? Didn't happen. Will he suddenly change his mind and come out and attack on Saturday? I don't know. Yeah, let's hope so. You are a um, negative Nelly. What? No, I live in the real world, right? And I've watched this team often enough. I'm not a negative Nelly. <laughs> I just know what's going to happen. That'll be the usual. Um, yeah, the back. I don't know. I don't know. Um, no, I mean, I would be interested to see if he starts Snodgrass or not. Um, and, you know, he'll probably have one eye on Thursday. And obviously, Snoddy can't play uh, against Fiorentina, so um, he might start. Wouldn't be surprised if uh, Xander Clark got his debut as well, by the way. Um, so, yeah, I think it uh, might be a team that maybe springs a few surprises. I'd go with pace. I mean, uh, I watched Rangers against Hibs. And uh, I thought they, uh, I thought they struggled with kind of Hibbs's sort of uh, front line. Um, I thought Hibbs got in, in behind them a few times quite easily. Just Hibbs are a team that don't have a lot of quality, so they were never going to really punish them. But I feel that Hearts have have that in in abundance, particularly the top end of the park, and if they can utilise it, then who knows? But uh, yeah, I think it'll be a good game. I don't see Hearts losing the game, um, but sadly, I don't see them winning it either. David, you were you were calling Gordon a negative Nelly there. I was, yeah. I think it's just uh, he's quick to 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 to, to kick this uh, this team down when there's a chance that we can get a big result. 
I think he's just uh, he, you know, he talks about being in the real world. You know, I think Gordon's version you of the real world is very, very. You cannot even sit there and say what you're about to say with a straight face. You know, <laughs> well as I do, what's coming around the corner. I've changed my mind. I'm an optimist. You know, I've always been an optimist. I've never That's said anything. Cool. I've never said anything negative in my entire life. You think... are a fool. <laughs> no, I just think that I've the only reason that I'm saying this because I've got the same feeling about this game as when the start of the season under Levine when we played Celtic and we beat them one 0 when Lafferty scored. I've got the same feeling before the game then that I do now. And I was convinced. I told people all week that we were going to beat Celtic that day, and we did. And I've just got that same feeling today about uh, Saturday. It'll probably bite me in the arse, Ross. And I'm ready to accept that. But I've just Didn't got you that say we were going to win the Scottish Cup final, though? Yeah, no, I never said that. <laughs> I said very good. I never said we win. I said we thought we've got a good chance. Put Murs on me. Wind the tapes. I wasn't with you. I was sitting next to you in the Cup final anyway. How would you know? In the podcast. No, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, nah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, listen, I, I'm I'm an eternal optimist, as you all know. Um... <laughs> Next joke. Talk <laughs> away and don't talk a lot. <laughs> listen, nobody's more optimistic about hearts than me. Um, and I fully believe that we can get a draw on Saturday. A good result. <laughs> it's a good result. It's a good result. Nah, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it'll be a good game, though. I think it's two good sides. Um, certainly the uh, second and third best teams in the league going against each other. And, um, you know, Rangers are a bit of a wounded animal at the moment. But, you know, they are a team that uh, shouldn't be underestimated. Um, I know what David's saying, that they've got a few players in there that, um, you could perhaps label bottlers on them, but still a team who got to the Europa League final and there's still a Champions League level side who not that long ago went to uh, PSV and won 1-0. Um, I think they can come to Tynecastle and and handle it, no bother. So um, we'll have to be on our guard. Hopefully we'll uh, get a little bit of the rub of the green. I see Stephen McLean's the referee, so it's already, we're already playing against 12 men. Um, so we'll see. But it is positive we are in this position, David, isn't it? You know, going towards so second potentially if we win. Yeah, of course it is. Um, it did look like for a while that we were we weren't going to be anywhere near that, but I think it kind of um, looks like the the same thing as last season, where the rest of the league looks pretty shit. So if you're just slightly better than that, um, you'll be higher up the table. You don't do, need to do anything uh, magical or or glamorous to get there. Um, and obviously that, that massive result in Europe has, has helped bring the confidence back to the team, um, which which is good. Um, yeah, I, I think it looks like the kind of league where a lot of teams, again, like last season, are going to take points off each other, especially in that kind of that, that middle section um, of the table. And as Gordon's mentioned, we are the third best team in the country. We should be finishing third at least this season. Um, you know, I, I don't, um, agree with people like Biscuits saying that we uh, should be just be happy with top six. I don't agree with that. You know, at the end of the day, it's only six extra games. Do me a favour. So, definitely a, a good position to be in, a positive position to be in. 
and thankfully, um, the injury situation, obviously Boyce is a massive miss, but we haven't so far <laughs> picked up uh, as many as maybe we might have feared, um, which is good. And it does seem like there is obviously, we've got two long absentees, but it's just Halkett that seems to be the one that's touch and go. So that's obviously good news. Um, which is uh, which will help us in the long run if you can get out unscathed midweek for the weekend because at the end of the day your league is your bread and butter. You need to be in a positive position to continue to get these um, games year in year out. Um, so yeah, overall it's looking rosy. And if you'd asked me four weeks ago, I would have probably had quite a pessimistic outlook. But you know, football is a fickle game with fickle fans. So you know, half the time we talk a lot of shite. That's why we have this podcast to talk a lot of shite. So, yeah, at the moment, I'll say, yes, Ross, it's looking very good. Predictions for Rangers? Two not Rangers. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> no, I think it will be uh, 2 1 Hertz. Gordon? 1 1. I was convinced you were going to say nil-nil. Convinced. No, 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 no. Hartson will keep a clean sheet. Um, yeah, one-one. I think. I think. I think we'll go one-nil Dune, and then we'll huff and puff and get a wee blazer. And are we wanting to talk about Scotland at the end of this podcast, David? Scotland. A little mention for Steve Clark, Scotland. Yes, absolutely. Promotion. The- the only home nation in League A in a rightful place. Uh, it's good to see, get some glamour ties in the 2024-25 Nations League, guaranteed a playoff. For is the that Euros. when it is? 2024? Yeah. It's fucking ages away. <laughs> no Germany away till 2024. But we've got the Germany Euros at 2024 anyway, uh, which we should hopefully qualify for, as soon as we're in pot two now. And we'll avoid drawing the likes of France in England, and so on. So yeah, it's uh, the, the the national outlook is uh, is looking just as good as the domestic outlook from a Hearts fan and a Scotland fan's perspective. Um, a promising campaign to finish off with, uh, and the future is bright. And good to see finally Stephen Kingsley getting the recognition he deserves and getting a cap since uh, first time in six years. Um, a shame we Barry couldn't come on, but to be honest. Delighted because it stopped an injury. Um, and yeah, a good, good outlook, son. Uh, no, listen, I, I was at the Ireland game um, and I thought Scotland were rubbish um, for large parts of the game. Um, but then obviously turned it around because I mean, I, I say they were rubbish because I had 3 0 on and I was fuming uh, when Ireland went 1 0 up. Um, because I actually thought, you know, we'd go out there and gain revenge for that disgraceful performance in Dublin. Um, but sadly, it wasn't to be. But, though no, it was good. It was a good win. And, um, yeah, credit to them. Uh, they, they, they should have been in, in Group A this year. Um, but, they, but they bottled it last time. So um, and then they bottled the World Cup as well. So it's good that, actually, they've managed to finally not bottle something and get ourselves up to... Um, group A, uh, where I'm sure we will get some good ties and then get relegated back down to Group B again. Um, so, no, it's a good laugh following in a national team. It really is. 
as I said before, I'm an optimist and I do believe that there is a decent future for the Scottish team because there's a good calibre of players in there. Um, if they don't qualify for the next European Championships, it'll be an even bigger embarrassment than 2016 um, and uh, Clark would have to go. But I think, to be honest with you, they will qualify. They're the second seeds. Um, looking at the teams that they can potentially get, there's no reason why Scotland shouldn't be going through to the European Championships in Germany. And they better, because I want to go. Um, and they better not ruin it for me, otherwise I'll be fuming. Um, so very much looking forward to that. Um, David mentioned we can get England. We'll probably be playing England for the SFA's 150th anniversary anyway. So we'll get that. They better win that, because I've seen a few Scotland-England games Another one that they bottled at hand, and um, they bottled one at Wembley as well when I went down for that one. So I'm due a wee win against England, and I better get it. Um, so aye. So overall, national teams in a decent place. There's quite a few Hearts players in it. Good win for them. Seven points out of nine. What they needed to get, they got. And uh, thank God the club football's back. That's a good place to end the show. Thank you both for joining me this week. Yeah, till next week. Goodbye.